0: The Road to Health Podcast, Backroads. Hi, I'm Mark Sheldon, and this is the Road to Health Backroads. Today, we're revisiting a story from June of 2022, and it's a love story. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island Care Manager Anna Marie Follin shares her story of love and her journey to family. I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Anna Marie Folman. Anna Marie is a care manager here at Blue Cross and a member of Blue Pride. In fact, Anna Marie is a lot of things, but you know what? I think she can tell you herself.
1: I'd like the world to know that I'm a human. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a wife. I'm a dog lover. I'm a nurse. And the best job of all, I'm a mother.
0: Well, like a lot of us, Anna Marie didn't see herself in the role of parent until she met her person. And suddenly, her entire outlook shifted.
1: Oh, I knew I was mom material after I met my wife, Jamie. Two months after I met her, I knew I was going to marry this lady and have beautiful babies with her if she let me. I was starting nursing school, and I met my person. She walked into my anatomy class, and we started out, I would say, the traditional way. We dated for a couple of years, then we got an apartment together, then we became fur baby parents. We had two French bulldogs, and I figured if I could keep plants, dogs, and an apartment together, maybe I'd be mom material.
0: The decision to begin the journey into parenthood had Anna Marie and her wife Jamie excited. But from the earliest moments of that journey, challenges stood before them, both medically, but also in the form of bias. Even at the very first appointment, the couple got an unfortunate example of why even small interactions in a healthcare setting can have a huge impact.
1: Probably about five years into our relationship, I decided that, you know, I really wanted to pursue having children. I made an appointment with my primary care to discuss it, and that's where it started. The path to... Having babies wasn't really laid out to us. It was something we really had to figure out ourselves. And I think that's what made it so difficult. Maybe even I describe it as a little bit lonely. When I first went to my primary care, we discussed what happened. And he made a referral to a doctor that he thought would work out, thought a doctor of his choosing, someone that he had heard good things about. So we're at that first appointment And I can just remember thinking about how happy I was to finally get there. I was so happy to be finally at the appointment that maybe my dreams were going to come true and kids were going to be in my life to five minutes later, the person at the front desk calling and saying, would you like us to wait for your husband? I was with my wife, my spouse, my everything, my partner. And all I can think about is how that changed the tune of the entire time my care was with them. Looking back at it, you know, knowing supportive terms, maybe she could have said, is this your support person? Is this your spouse? Or introduce yourself generally to my spouse. That kind of started off the day and my care with them.
0: For Anna Marie and Jamie, the struggle to become parents had just begun. And before it would be over, There would be confusion and heartache.
1: Jamie was with me at every appointment. We would discuss what the plan is going to be. And the process at this point was IUI, intrauterine insemination. Basically, watching your cycle, you come into the office, and you're given an intrauterine injection to, (laughs) to get pregnant. Because of my age, I was only 34 at the time, and I didn't have an infertility diagnosis. At that time, I had to start off with six IUIs because that's what was required in order to move or graduate, as they call it, to IVF. What's tough about that is they don't tell you how to coordinate everything you need. There was no instructions. I had to call the cryobanks. I had to call the office. I had to make scheduled rides. It was so stressful that I don't imagine that anyone going that route could have any sense of normalcy during that time. And I think back at it now, It would have been so nice to go through that journey, and it may sound cliche, but the job that I do now here at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Rhode Island, my coworkers and I really help people navigate through their healthcare journey. It would have been so nice to have someone like that while I was going through the journey. And it it was very heartbreaking. There would be losses. There would be times you think that, yay, this is gonna happen. And it never did. However, two months, maybe three months later, after two more losses and it not working, we were able to graduate to IVF. And I started the process and started the medication and things started to feel way more hopeful.
0: It takes a lot of things to be a parent. But one of the biggest ingredients might be hope. Hope is inherently bound to the act of parenting. Children are practically hope manifest. And for Anna Marie and Jamie, hope took the form of IVF.
1: So thinking about IVF, which is the process of in vitro fertilization, it's a sterile procedure done by a doctor and there are medications involved. It starts off with a more hopeful meaning. There's less letting it up to your body if it's going to take or work. So it was nice to finally get to that point and to feel a lot more hopeful. After our first try, there was a couple of hospital visits in between. But one faithful day, we were on our way to Market Basket, and we got the best phone call of our life. Sitting in the market basket, parking lot, waiting to go shopping, they called to say that I was pregnant and it worked. <laughs> so when I think about how happy we were when we found out we were pregnant with Wesley, it just brings back all of these validating feelings, like how lucky we are that we were pregnant on the first IVF, let alone how much money we've invested that maybe someone else wouldn't have had to invest in just doing the six cycles that didn't work. And it's unfortunate to think of every cycle as a dollar sign. And it's a really harsh reality that even though I am a woman and I can carry a baby, I may not get what I want. So it's hard to put all of those validating feelings into one sentence on how happy I felt knowing that the first time worked and that all of those losses that I may have experienced are turning into a positive I could cry just thinking about sitting there, holding her hand, and hearing the nurse tell me that I am finally pregnant.
0: But the story doesn't end here. With a healthy, happy baby at home, the couple decided to bet on IVF once again. Bet that was about to pay out, big time.
1: The pregnancy with Wesley was very difficult. I was Working in a hospital at the time on a very busy floor. And I had a lot of leg swelling. I had a lot of health issues. And it was not as easy as I was hoping. I had Wesley and changed my mind about what I wanted to do in the nursing fields. And that way I was able to still be home with Wesley when I needed to be. And his first couple of years were great. Everything went as well as could be expected, which led us to think hey, maybe we can do this again, and I still had embryos. So no matter what, I wanted to try. Thinking about when we decided to have more babies, we went to that doctor that we felt comfortable. We had that first meeting. We started out with one procedure, and it didn't work. We had to change my medications, change what I was doing. And we started off the year in January talking to the doctor about what was the best course of action. And there was a talk of maybe adding more than one embryo, (laughs) which would result in twins. My wife is a twin and her face, I think probably changed a different color at that thought, (laughs) having two more boys on top of our angel Wesley. And we decided to go for it. We did another round of IVF and included both embryos. A couple weeks later, we're hanging out at home, talking with Wesley. I think I was maybe making dinner and they told us we were pregnant again and my lab levels were very high and that I had almost graduated to an ultrasound already. So we go into the doctor's office to have the ultrasound and lo and behold, we're pregnant with twins. (laughs) And here we are trying again. Didn't think it was possible because we had had a fail and we had so many failed IUIs. We didn't want to get our hopes up. Well, I didn't want to get my hopes up (laughs) that we were having twins. The pregnancy was really, really difficult. I had a lot of health concerns. I was on insulin. It was a very difficult pregnancy. I was so huge. I fell a couple of times while working, but my babies were delivered at a great time. They made it out term-wise, 36 weeks. Everybody was healthy. And I can't even picture the sigh of relief that I had when they came out and both were happy, healthy, and absolutely beautiful.
0: Looking back, Anna Marie is filled with a spectrum of emotions. But the one she talks about first is gratitude.
1: No, I am so lucky that my wife Really will do anything for me. She's so kind, devoted. I'm so thankful. And we were so lucky that Wesley is like the most amazing child that you could ever wish for. He slept eight hours after two months. All of those crazy struggles that you sometimes have with children, we experienced with a set of twins that came two years later. We are now blessed with all boys. Our twins are going to be almost three they are night and day personalities (laughs) one is a good sleeper one is not one is the joker and one is the angel it's just how life happens we keep going on this journey keep thinking about family life together as a couple as the five of us and we're just trying to get through this crazy thing called life together
0: How old are you? they're both two. Have a cow pizza. Cow pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of pizza? Uh, cheese pizza. I got to spend a short amount of time with Anna Marie and her three boys. Uh, I don't know. Have a food loop pizza. Yeah, because food loops always <laughs> on pizza sometimes. <laughs> And really, they are just everything a young family should be. The kids are healthy and energetic, curious and rambunctious, full of questions and smiles and giggles. And as for my friend, Anna Marie follen she has one last thought for anyone who has just realized that they are parent material, but feel like that dream is out of reach and they have that lonely aching inside of them.
1: I want everyone to know, and I could cry thinking about this. I want that lady and her spouse, that person by herself, that husband and husband, that whoever it is that may need to hear this, you are not alone in this journey. There is someone that you can talk to, even if you want to find me and call me, (laughs) I'll listen. It doesn't have to be lonely. I was lucky I had my support person, my person, my love with me. Through all of these trials and tribulations, at the end of the day, there's hope.
0: That'll just about do it for this bonus episode. The Road to Health is a podcast presented by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island. It's hosted by me, Mark Sheldon. Mason M is our sound engineer with additional support from Yasmin Diaz. I'd like to thank our guest, Anna Marie Folan, and her family. Be healthy, be well, and keep your eyes on the road.